Hello and welcome to the Camping Crew Podcast with Chris and Aaron. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 136 of the Camping Crew Podcast. I'm Aaron Birchall. And I'm Chris Byrne. This is the first broadcast of 2022. So can we start off by wishing each and every one of you a happy and peaceful 2022 and safe camping as well. Yeah, Happy New Year to everyone. Looking forward to getting out this year. It's meant to be a fun podcast. We're just enthusiasts and what we discuss on the podcast are just our own personal views. And hopefully throughout the year, you guys will get in touch and give us things to look into on your behalf. Yeah. And if you'd like to support the podcast and if you can afford to, you can buy us a coffee. I'm sure you all know the link at this stage. It's ko-fi.com forward slash the camping group. They say no news is good news. So let's skip past the news because there is no news this early in the year. But we do have some online chatter, Chris. Yeah, I was watching the Facebook groups over Christmas to see who was out and about. And surprisingly, it was really, really busy. And particularly over New Year's, more so than Christmas. There's a lot of people out camping in all the different locations and areas. I see one like Sneem, for example, there was a lot of people down at there's a Goosey Island or Goosey yeah. Head there in uh, near Sneem. That looked really busy and a few other places as well. I noticed I look on the hook head webcams because I got to be honest, the week after Christmas, just leading up to New Year's Eve, I would have loved to have just gone away for one night just to get away. And when I was checking the hook head webcams there was four or five vans there on new year's eve alone and that was possibly like at that stage it was just getting dark it was probably six o'clock in the evening so yeah a lot of people seemed to is it because the year was so short with close down or is that the way it is with more vans on the road more people just want to get out as often as they can yeah i think it's probably a tradition going break you know break in the new year uh, out camping uh, i suppose maybe there's more people active in the groups and trying to keep the enthusiasm going for camping you know even though the weather was pretty wet over the christmas mm-hmm. break i know we used to go down to the glen of Arhalow, down to george but he closed this year first time ever that he's not open over the festive season mainly because of the increased numbers with this new omnicron version of covid or whatever but i also see online a lot of campsites starting to take bookings more or less from the next week or so for the year and a lot of them are doing it all online so ladies and gentlemen your favorite campsites if you have your favorite bank holiday weekend or you're getting ready to book your weeks or your two weeks holiday start checking in on their website straight away as soon as you can because they are starting to take bookings yeah and the online facility i think is really good Aaron. if you know what weeks you're on holidays you know a lot of people would have to say fixed holidays at least they know they can book their sites they haven't guaranteed they can just relax and there's no pressure when the, the mad rush comes for the last minute or like me on uh, in the height of summer. Yeah, well, I do know as we're recording this today on the 5th of January 2022, I literally just before calling you have booked our summer holidays in France for July. I think we're going the first two weeks in July or the, the second and third week in July. Booked with the Brittany Ferries because I had the vouchers, got the pet friendly cabin and fingers crossed everything will work out OK between now and the end of our holidays in July. Oh, yeah. Now we have to kind of assume that that will happen and God, it'd be miserable now if we had that hanging over our heads uh, again, you know. Oh, I can't, can't wait to get away. But like that as well, can't wait to head off somewhere soon here in Ireland as well. Now, on the Charlie and Me video thing, if people have suggestions to where they would like Charlie and me to visit and review, please do 
We'll give you the contacts at the end of the podcast. Email us, get in touch with your suggestions and myself and Charlie would gladly head off. We do midweek and weekends and we'll do a few reviews for you. Yeah, and if anybody's opening up a, a new air or concert or planning to do it, I'm sure if they got in touch with you, Aaron, they could give you like a, a sneak preview ahead of opening or something like that for the new year, you know? Yeah, we'd love to do it. Right. Speaking of campsites and stopovers, Charlie and me this week, we uploaded the second of three videos with thanks to our friends at Pat Horans. He gave me three vans to look around. You guys were asking myself and Chris about layouts of vans. So last week I looked at a small two-bird camper van. Today's video, which went up this morning and has got great reviews. Thank you very much. We looked at a six-bird with six seat belts. I do say in the video, it's very unusual. Sometimes you get a six bert, but there's only four seat belts, which gives you a bit of a legal quandary, to be honest. But this one had six seat belts in a six bert motorhome. And next Wednesday, the final of the three videos is a beautiful two bert that I have to be honest, if I had the few Bob, I would be changing my van in the next couple of weeks and buying this one. And this coming Friday, Charlie and me video on YouTube is the project build Overlander with thanks to our friends at Gary's Glue. And this Friday's video is, do you remember, Christy, I got the kitchen from campercars.co.uk? Well, this Friday you see me install that kitchen and putting it together and installing it into the back of the Jeep. I am looking forward to that. And I watched the video this morning as well. And that van, it was absolutely fantastic. And Trusco, wasn't it? Yeah, the new If we were starting out again now with kids, that would be kind of the layout I would go for. It has a fine, decent overhead bed. It has the um, bunks at the back and a decent cabin. And you mentioned that six seatbelts, actually, our camper is small enough. Now, we have six seatbelts in ours, although I wouldn't like to be sleeping six adults in it, you know. Well, I didn't realize that because when we had our first timer, which was the Swift, she was she would sleep six, but she only had four seatbelts, counting the drivers, passengers and two seatbelts in the back. But this one has actually got six seatbelts. Now, next Wednesday's camper van, if you loved this Wednesday's, Chris, you should be thinking, ah, the girls are growing up. We won't be bringing them much. This is the model I want. Wait until you see. It's the first time in a long time that I stood in a motorhome and went, Oh my God, I want this van. And I came home and I said it to Deirdre. I said, let's sell. I'd sell my soul for it. Wait until you see it next Wednesday. But this Friday, join us as we're on the Overlander build, the van build project to Overlander. Fitting, putting together the kitchen is a bit of a laugh and fitting it into the back of the Jeep. Oh yeah, I can't wait to see that now. Uh, uh, I do plan to change ours now. Probably not this year. I would say in the next two years. Mm-hmm. If I if I can, you know, the kids are getting to that age where they won't come camping with us uh, as much, you know. Yeah. And of course, then there's no point having the space, although the space is nice. I know the one that we have now, the low profile Heimer is a four bird, a.k.a. drop the dining room table. But I don't like dropping the dinette. So we just call it a big two bird. But there are so many different layouts there. And it's something that Charlie and me are going to come back to and do more info videos during the season for you on Wednesdays, guys and girls, because we look at more layouts and different systems of draining water, filling water. We're just going to do a few more info videos during the year, and we'll cover them on the podcast here as well as the podcast year goes on. Yeah, I think a lot of the new-to-camping people or or couples and families would certainly appreciate that, Aaron, you know. Yeah, looking forward to it. Right, let's talk about products. And our friend Adrian was back and he was talking to you about some products. Yeah, so Adrian sent in an email wishing us Happy New Year and he sent us on some details about fire suppression units. 
for caravans and motorhomes. And, and these are fab uh, little tips and products. So I'll have a read through here. He says, hi, lads. Happy New Year to you all. Came across some interesting fire suppression devices through work recently that I think will be of interest to all your followers and listeners. There are three products of interest. Two are fire suppression devices that you install in an area such as a gas locker, battery compound, and electrical fuse board area. These activate on heat or flames and they extinguish any fire automatically. The third device, he says, is a small compact fire extinguisher, which leaves no mess afterwards. So the first device he's talking about is a, a Mouse Sticks Pro. That's S-T-I-X-X Pro, and I'll give the link at the end. Um, this is the Mouse Sticks Pro Automatic Fire Protection Unit. Now, I'll post some pictures of these that Adrian sent as well, so um, they might be hard to describe, but he said, the Mouse Sticks Pro is a small bar, like a one bar of KitKat, that you stick in an area you want to protect and it's ideal for larger type enclosures. It requires no wires, no pressure, no maintenance, no electricity. It takes 10 seconds to install and has a size less than that of a highlighter. It protects against fire for at least five years and is a used ones device. So you think of the, the standard highlighters, yeah. you would have those stuck on the inside of your gas locker. Yes. So he says it'll protect the space of uh, up to 100 centimeters high, so meter high, um, and half a uh, half a meter wide, 20 centimeters deep. So you know you're talking about your gas locker or maybe a small garage or something like that. So when the unit detects the heat at 180 degrees C, the device is activated and sends a completely non-toxic, environmentally friendly potassium-based aerosol and smoke into the space and extinguishes fire. It's not the cheapest though, at 55.90 after tax. Now, I think the script of the highlighter is really good. Stuck on, it looks tiny. Um, and yeah. I, I put up pictures and you can have a, a look at those. So, the second one, Aaron, is the mouse sticks fur suppression stickers. So, this works like the Sticks Pro, but is a flat sticker. So, it's 10 centimeters by 5 centimeters in size. And he says these stickers are ideal for combined spaces and also require no wires, no pressure, and no maintenance. No electricity and no complicated system. They protect against fire for at least five years and again are used once device. Basically, you install them within 30 centimeters of a potential ignition area. And at the um, 380 degrees centigrade direct flame, the fire stick will activate within three to five seconds and sends a completely non-toxic, environmentally friendly potassium-based aerosol into the space and it basically smothers the fire. They're also ideal for installing at the back of your fridge and freezer. These stickers are a bit cheaper at 30 euros. Again, once installed, there's no maintenance or service requirements. And this third one now is probably the, the most handy and flexible one. And um, it's a, a mouse X-Tin Klein fire extinguisher. So this is marketed as the world's smallest, most versatile extinguisher. The X-Tin Klein uses an innovative active potassium-based formula to extinguish fires without leaving any residue or causing damage to engines, electricals, or electronics. It can be used on liquid, gas, and electrical-based fires. In terms of size, it's less than a pepper grinder. Think of a big pepper grinder that a yeah. razor would come over and yeah. put on your food, kind of a smaller one of those. And uh, it has a, a troll length of three meters, and it's easy and safe for use by children. It comes with a five-year warranty before it has to be replaced. Now, it's not the cheapest, 
This is 98 euros after tax, but comes with a wall mount and its size makes it ideal for caravans and motorhomes. So I go, as I said, I'm going to post pictures uh, this evening or in the morning of all of these. And um, I will uh, give you the, the link there now. If you want to see the videos for these devices, just go to mousesafety.com. Mouse is M-A-U-S safety.com. All one word, um, M-A-U-S safety.com. In Ireland, you can buy these online at mousedistribution.com. M-A-U-S distribution.com. So if you want to have a look at them straight away, just go to any of those sites and you can see uh, those devices. And they are really, really, really cool. I'm going to definitely get the fire extinguisher and possibly one of the KitKats as well. Yeah, I definitely will be interested in the Styx Pro, the Mouse Styx Pro. And I do have a fire extinguisher and a fire blanket, but like that, when you use a fire extinguisher, it is going to leave a mess. And I know you kept saying, not exactly cheap but as i say you know from 15 grand to 100 grand of of a, a motorhome or a caravan that lit that's little expenditure so yeah i'll take a look at them and adrian thank you very much for doing what you do get getting touch with us giving us the gadgets and a happy new year back to you and yours and please god we'll touch base with you on a site uh, over the summer season of 2022 definitely yeah yeah thanks for that adrian so um i want to mention a um uh, a, another camping hack a lot of you will be familiar with the motorhome parking ireland app that is available on android and on um ios iphone devices and um, they've added a new facility to the site where they're now displaying bins and civic amenity sites so if you're out on the road and you want to um have a bit of rubbish that you want to dispose of uh, legally of course um there are locations where you can go and do that as well. So I think really useful addition to that, uh, along with all the other campsites and airs and stopovers and LPG locations and all of that, like, you know, so it's, the app is just getting more and more useful uh, as the, mm -hmm. the years and months go by. It's worth it's worth looking in if you do have, you can get a free version of that app as well as the full paying version, isn't there? I believe so. I believe the free version just shows the campsites. Right, okay. Um, so if you want more, you have to have a look. But just check it out. Just search for Motorhome Parking Ireland on your app store of whatever device you're using, and you can have a look. It'll be uh, clearly um, it'll show you what I can do. But definitely, like I think it's like six or seven euros a year. Yes. Yeah. For nothing, for what they yeah. give you. like, And it's my go-to app, you know, if I want to find out... Um, if I want to find a campsite in a particular area that I might be heading towards, you know, or a stopover or whatever. Now, we've got a little tip for people who are new to the game of motorhoming, caravanning or camping. I have one. You, 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 you're gone very techy. It's just get a set of cheap earplugs. Keep them in your camper van or your caravan or the glove box of your car if you're tenting. Because if, like me, you're a light sleeper and you're staying near a main road or a busy campsite, they do come in handy. Not only that, if, like me, you have a partner that likes to snore, they do come in handy. You can buy them in chemists. You can buy them in, in pound shops. They're just usually the little silicone ones that you can ram into your ear. But you actually wear your headphones. You wear your earplugs. Yeah, I have um, a set of those original Apple AirPods and I can actually lie down on those because they're not actually in your ear they're just kind of hooked onto your ear but I can lie flat down on any type of pillow and I don't even know I have it in so I, what I do is I put on a, a podcast like the Brilliant Camping Crew podcast or other, other ones as well and 
I just put that on and it kind of drowns out the noise. I've been listening to radio or podcasts for years. I can't actually go to sleep without having something playing. Uh, I've been listening to it for so long at night time, you know. I'm the opposite. I can't have music playing or the television on, or especially like with, with AirPods. Now, I do in the motorhome carry a little set of those squashy earplugs that you put in, and then you just rinse them under a tap or just buy a couple of pairs to have them. But it's a good tip if you're a light sleeper. Now, what we've started to do on the Charlie Me videos, if a campsite is near a road, I tend to try and get a pitch closest to the road and then come in the next morning at the end of the video and tell you how we slept. But Having a cheap set of uh, earplugs is just ideal. Just have them in a drawer, have them to dash in the car, and it's going to help you sleep at night time. Yeah, that's a good little tip for like anyone new to camping. Like It's not something you're going to use all the time. Most campsites are, are generally quiet and from a certain time at night, you know. But if you have a set of those thrown under your pillow or in a little locker next to your bed, you can just reach in and grab them if the there's a game of football going on outside your van at two in the morning, you know. Or if, like me, you go to bed at nine and the camping crew are outside your van <laughs> at two in the morning. Camp life. How do people afford their first camper vans? You think back, how did you buy your first camper van? Yeah, I read that question. Um, it was put up on Irish Motorhome Group there on Facebook over Christmas by Ariane Fraser. And I gave her a, I told her I was going to have a, a chat about it on the podcast. But uh, it was a great question and lots mm. of... Uh, things came back. I just did it the old-fashioned way for myself. It was just a, a loan, just took out some money and bought the camper, you know. It was pretty pricey at the time, but uh, it was the best investment, the best thing I ever did. Yeah, I think the first one I did um, was the credit union loan. I know the first van I bought, I literally fell on my feet because a chap that I was working for, I used to drive school buses and I went into the shed for a wee one day and there was this camper van. And I'd never seen it there. And he hadn't used it for about two years. So he washed it, polished it, drained the diesel, put a new diesel. And I got it for a thousand pound. And I sold it about eight months later for three and a half thousand pound. But it got me hooked. I remember my mum saying, what are you wasting your money for? You'll be sick of this in a couple of months and you'll sell it and you'll lose your shirt. But because I got it for little or nothing, I made a few bob on it. And I've been hooked ever since. I think now we're on, is a Camper 11 that we're on now at the moment uh, in the past 20 odd years. And as I said, if I had my way, I'd be going to Pat Horns and buying that new one that we're featuring next Wednesday on the YouTube channel. How did you get your first van? We'd love to hear how you bought your first van. Yeah, there was a lot of chat within the Facebook group van if you want to have a look at it. I said it's the Irish Motorhome Group. If you look back through the chat there, but just to give you a, an overview of I picked kind of the more common answers that kept coming mm -hmm. up uh, and also somebody said, uh, as you did, to start small and work the way up to a, a bigger motorhome. And that was a, quite a popular one as well. And another popular one there was get a credit unit or bank loan, which you've discussed. A lot of people just save and save and save, yeah. you know, yeah. without wanting to take uh, out and a couple of people can cash in the pension planning that you mentioned that was the prsa or wasn't that oh yes that time that government yeah. scheme that was the best scheme ever a lot of people said we couldn't afford it so we just converted one uh, again a great option uh, one or two people said we sold our house so we're living full-time now so yeah that's a dream of mine chris to sell the house and and deirdre said there's no way that she said it's bad enough living in a house with me there's no way she's going to live in a, a couple of small squared meter camper van with me but people are doing it you know you see it more and more people are selling their homes and moving and with children as well not just retired people they're selling their homes buying motorhomes i don't think ireland 
is the place. Now, I know people are doing it. I think it's a lot easier stateside or maybe even in Europe because the facilities are there. Another way you could do it is, and if you watched today's video or last Wednesday's video, you can win one because there's a, a lot of GAA clubs or cancer groups or a lot of people are buying motorhomes and then selling tickets for you to win a motorhome or a camper van. I see on Facebook there's a, a classic 70s VW up for grabs. Uh, I know, as I mentioned, Pat Horan earlier, they have sold one or two to GAA clubs. And at the moment, I think North Tipperary Hospice are giving you a chance for as little as 25 quid, Chris. Imagine winning a 70 grand camper and it only cost you, let's say you bought three tickets, 75 euro for a 70 grand motorhome. Would you be happy? Yeah, I think I might be a bit happy with that. Yeah. All right, yeah. And then you sell your own for 10 or 12 or 15 grand. Your quid's in. All right, yeah, be nice that we can only dream, you know. So if you have novel ways or maybe you did do the self-conversion, the self-conversion can set you back a few bob as well as I know on this end of things. But how did you buy your first caravan or motorhome? I do think the best bit of advice there is start small and build your way up. And as we have always said, if you do have the budget, stick to your budget, know your layout and try as best you can to stick to your layout and do your homework. Make sure because there's so many scammers out there and do not buy anything without seeing it. Yes, that's it. If you have a, a, another interesting story about how you managed to get your first motorhome, we'd love to share it with the listeners, if that's okay with yourself. Just drop us in an email. We'll give the contact details there shortly. Yeah, we do love getting your messages, your ideas, your campsite suggestions. Remember, myself and Charlie are looking for your suggestions to where we can go and do reviews, not just campsites. Have you got a favourite stopover? Uh, product reviews, news items that you want us to look into and discuss on the podcast. And remember, we still have stickers for your motorhome, your campervan, your car or your caravan. We need your name, address and your postcode and we'll get them out to you as quick as we possibly can. But to do that, you need to get in touch with us. And here are the contact details. Our webpage is thecampingcrew.ie. You can reach us by email at campingcrewpodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at The Camping Crew. On Instagram, we're at The Camping Crew Podcast. On Facebook, you'll find us in all the good motorhome and camping groups. Forum-wise, you'll find us at motorhomecraft.com or boards.ie or... Of course, you can go to campsitereview.com. We've got a free forum there and it always will be. And you can just join up and read or you can join up and partake in giving us again your reviews on campsites, products or just general chit chat about camping. And of course, then don't forget Friday mornings and the odd Wednesday, but Friday mornings, youtube.com forward slash Charlie and me are camping vlog this Friday, this coming Friday. It's another van build video until we get back out on the road camping, which we hope to do very, very soon. And then the following Wednesday, it's the third and final layout proving to be very popular videos, different layouts of different vans. So that's youtube.com forward slash Charlie and me are camping vlog. That is it. Episode 136, the first episode of 2022. And here's to many more. From me, Aaron Burchill, stay safe. If you see us on a campsite or a stopover, please do call over and say hi. But in the meantime, safe camping. Yeah, and if you're liking the podcast, as I say, every episode, please subscribe and tell your uh, camping friends all about us. And I will add, we're planning the, the podcast now for the next six months plus. We really can't do it without your content and your help. So please, please, please share your camping stories and products, as Aaron said earlier. The more content we have, uh, the more frequent we can um, we can do podcasts. 
Well, that's it for another podcast from The Camping Crew. Thanks for listening, and do join us again very soon. Safe camping. Oh,